Hola! What's going on, peeps? <clears throat> Excuse me, Rick. It is so awesome to be here. Thank you so much for being here for another episode of Kiwi, Kiwi33, hashtag Book of Killian. So very happy to be here with another share. Um, as I mentioned, we'll be uh, chatting about Nikola Tesla today. Um, so yeah, happy uh, happy Thursday. Absolutely love Thursday. Happy November 12th. It's uh, Friday tomorrow. Um, just a heads up, I'm going to be back on uh, tomorrow at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard um, for a, uh, a morning chat. So if uh, anyone's available, come on by for 9 a.m. tomorrow for a little day off. So it's a day off for me. I'll be uh, here chatting a little bit. Maybe some news. Who knows what'll pop up. See whatever pops into my head first thing in the morning when I wake up after my meditation. See where uh, this brain decides to take me. So yeah, I uh, want to lead in off of an uh, absolutely awesome share. <coughs> Excuse me. This was from the 2019 uh, NBA Finals um, last year. And uh, yeah, pretty damn dope. Now, uh, this is the Jabberwockies. These guys, uh, they're a uh, dance crew, battle crew. I don't know what you want to call them exactly but uh they are a dance crew battle crew holly good to see you thanks for being here jesse see you in the chat j man see you in the chat who else is here anybody else anybody else and all the people watching additionally thank you so very much for being here guys truly 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 appreciated um so yeah you'll kind of get the idea i didn't do the whole this is like an eight eight minute video i'm not we're not going to sit through the whole thing. We're just going to sit through this one epic part, which is regarding light. And uh, because we're talking about Nikola Tesla, it's the absolutely awesome lead-in. So check this out. Absolutely love those guys. So, um, hopping into Mr. Nikola Tesla. Here we go. 
So as I said, um, this is a video I share. Uh, it's about uh, it's 16 minutes long. Um, I'll provide some additional commentary, starts and stops. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Sit back and enjoy Mr. Nikola Tesla. Here we go. On the 7th of January, 1943, a maid working at the New Yorker Hotel entered room 3327, where one of their permanent residents was staying. Inside, she found the body of an 86-year-old man, who had died alone in a room he had been living in for the last nine years of his life. The man was broke, and had been living on a diet of milk and crackers, using the little resources he had left to feed and take care of the local pigeons. This man went by the name of Nikola Tesla. Seeing Tesla in his final years, it would have been hard to believe he was one of the greatest minds of the modern era. His genius shaped the world we know today, pioneering the alternating current, the electrical system which powers our homes around the globe. His influence can be seen all around us, from remote control and radio to wireless communication. Perhaps most impressive of all, Tesla's work and creations came out of his passion for science, with his earnings being sunk into projects aimed at the betterment of humanity, rather than for greed and profit. Tesla was born on the 10th of July, 1856, in modern-day Croatia. His mother came from a line of inventors and had an incredible memory, being able to memorize the entirety of Serbian epic poems. And so she trained her son with exercises in memorization. As time went on, Tesla was known to have an eidetic memory, later speaking eight different languages, which he credited to his mother's efforts in his youth. At the age of five, Tesla witnessed the death of his older brother in a horse riding accident, the image of which would stay with him for his entire life. After this, Tesla began experiencing flashes of light and images, making it hard to separate reality from his imagination. He claimed his inventions would come to him in these flashes of light, conceptualizing their entire design in his head and correcting their flaws without ever putting pen to paper. In an interview from 1919, he described this process, stating, I do not rush into actual work. When I get an idea, I start at once building it up in my imagination. I change the construction, make improvements and operate the device in my mind. It is absolutely immaterial to me whether I run my turbine in thought or test it in my shop. Invariably, my device works as I conceived that it should, and the experiment comes out exactly as I planned it. In 20 years, there has not been a single exception. Tesla excelled in the education system, but ended up dropping out of university due to a gambling addiction and other personal issues. Inspired by electrical demonstrations by his physics professor, Tesla went and got a job with the Paris branch of the Continental Edison Company in 1882, installing indoor lighting around the city. Management soon realized that his talents were wasted on such a job, and tasked him with constructing and improving dynamos and motors. He was so insightful in his innovations that the company Thanks, guys. Had Just making sure it's not Europe, echoey. Fixing problems at other Edison installations. In 1884, at the age of 28, Tesla's manager offered him a job at Edison Machine Works in New York City, an offer he accepted. He soon moved to America where he would spend a majority of his life. Okay, now here's where things are going to get later interesting. In 1891. 
He soon came into contact with company owner Thomas Edison, and the two initially got on, with Tesla describing Edison as an inspirational figure, and Edison stating to Tesla, I have had many hard-working assistants, but do you, you take, take the, cake? the cake? This mutual admiration would not last long, however, with a lifelong rivalry soon developing. The main source of animosity between the two resulted from a disagreement about the type of current each man preferred. Edison's company owned the patents for DC, or direct current, a system where electric charge only flows in one direction. Tesla, however, was an... Okay, so... This is important, like this is a finitely important marker for us to absorb. So Edison was pro direct current. Okay, so you plug your appliance into the wall. You've got positive coming in one side, or sorry, negative coming in one side, positive going out the other, right? You, you plug into a circuit. So it's one way, okay? So Edison was for direct current. And Tesla, which we're going to learn, is for alternating current, AC. Okay, so AC-DC, not the group. Don't me start seeing thunderstruck, because I will. So alternating current, direct current. Alternating current is Tesla. Direct current is Edison. Okay? Okay. Advocate for alternating current, or AC, a system where the electric charge changes direction periodically. Now, changes direction periodically. Okay, now, I'm going to tell you guys, and this is why I want to keep jumping in on things and tell. So, Tesla, alternating current where things change direction what do we what do we know that changes direction guys all the every what, what what do we know that changes direction magnetism right positive negative positive negative right because when you change direction you can keep running in that infinite loop right the figure eight positive negative positive negative positive negative these changes in direction allow AC currents to maintain power over longer distances. It is also possible to use devices called transformers to change the magnitude of AC voltage, allowing a current to travel at a high voltage and then be reduced to a lower voltage for safe use in homes. Tesla tried explaining the benefits of alternating current to Edison, but Edison wouldn't listen, as it could ruin the sales for direct current. It could ruin the sales for direct current. Now again, Tesla's trying to explain alternating current to him, the benefits of it. Edison is set in his ways because he doesn't want to ruin sales. Again, this is an opportunity where we as humanity had an option to go right but we went left with the selection of the money-making item, right? To which he owned all the patents. Edison then offered Tesla a large bonus of $50,000 if he redesigned 24 of his obsolete machines. Upon completion, Edison refused to pay and revealed that the task had been a practical joke, saying, Tesla, you don't understand our American humor. Tesla resigned after six months at the company and set out on his own, 
He wanted to change the world, and he knew he could. He spent the next year setting up his own company, developing his ideas on alternating current. However, his investors showed little interest and decided to take the company, including all the patents he created. He was left digging ditches in the street to survive. Fortunes would soon change for Tesla, however, with his ideas on an alternating current motor catching the eye of a new investor, helping establish the Tesla Electric Company in 1887. He then designed a motor which was much cheaper and easier to maintain than the ones using a direct current. He revealed his motor at the American Institute of Electrical Engineers the following year, a display that caught the attention of a businessman named George Westinghouse. Westinghouse was a major player in the electric market and needed Tesla's motor to complete his alternating current system, a system that would compete against Thomas Edison. Westinghouse bought the motor and hired Tesla as a consultant. Now, Westinghouse was trying to compete against Edison, right? So Westinghouse hires Tesla. Let's go. For the equivalent of $55,000 a month. Now, I need to sidebar on something because this guy Westinghouse reminds me of somebody. And with you guys as my faithful posse, I don't know, I might be way off base, but this is something that I had I wanted to check before. Nah, okay, my bad. Sorry, I thought that I saw something in this dude that reminded me of J.P. Morgan, but disregard, I apologize profusely, folks. Back to the video. Along with royalties for each horsepower produced by his motors, things for Tesla were looking good. And so began the War of the Currents. Edison started going to extreme lengths to discredit Tesla's AC system. He began paying schoolchildren 25 cents to bring him household pets, where he would set up a public stage and electrocute the animals, in an attempt to show the public that Tesla's AC system was not safe. Over time, electrocutions increased in scale, with a horse eventually being executed in public. Edison continued executing animals many years after the War of the Currents had concluded, with the Edison Film Company producing a short film in 1903 titled Electrocuting an Elephant. The film showed the electrocution of Topsy, a former circus elephant who was killed when 6,600 volts were shot through her body. Jesus. Despite the negative press generated by Edison, Tesla and Westinghouse continued to develop their alternating current system. The opportunity to show that alternating current was both safe and viable for large-scale use came at the World's Columbian Exposition, hosted in Chicago in 1893. Edison had put forward an offer to light the fair, but Westinghouse underbid him, winning the contract and with it the chance to outshine Edison. While it was a struggle to provide lighting at the low cost put forward, Westinghouse and Tesla succeeded, showing the world the strength of alternating current. Their success continued, with Westinghouse Electric being chosen over Edison's company, General Electric, to construct a hydroelectric plant at Niagara Falls. Tesla drew up designs for the plant, which was a massive success, eventually powering part of New York City. 
alternating current continued to grow in popularity and became the system we all use to power our homes today, with direct current being phased out over the next decade. While Westinghouse won the War of the Currents, his company was left on the verge of bankruptcy, with $10 million of debt. He turned to Tesla for help, asking him to temporarily reduce his royalties to help him keep his company afloat. Compelled by compassion for his friend, instead of reducing his royalties, Tesla tore up his contract, eliminating them entirely. The money he gave up would be worth $300 million in today's money, but this was of little concern to Tesla, who was more interested in the pursuit of science over financial gain. This act saved Westinghouse, who would go on to buy Tesla's AC patent for $216,000 in 1897. This is equivalent to about $6 million today, money that Tesla used to set up new laboratories in New York and fully dedicate himself to invention. There we go, the inventions. With his laboratories frequently visited by the rich and powerful, including his close friend and father of American literature, Mark Twain. Tesla's inventions were numerous, with him amassing almost 300 patents in his career. He created an early version of neon lighting, a highly efficient bladeless turbine for automobiles, and was the pioneer in X-ray technology, being one of the first to warn of its dangers to humans. One of his most famous inventions was his renowned Tesla coil, a device capable of producing large amounts of high voltage electricity. A standout invention was a remote controlled boat displayed at Madison Square Garden in 1898. This boat was such an amazing advance in wireless technology and so ahead of its time that the audience initially thought he was using magic or telepathy to make it move. There were even claims that there was a monkey hidden inside the boat who was trained to operate it. While Tesla was an amazing inventor, he struggled to market his creations, always looking towards the next invention, rather than working out how to sell what he had already made. Many of his ideas went unwritten, and the ones that were noted down often went without a legal patent. This method of operating caused Tesla serious issues when he began working on radio at the end of the 19th century. He came up with the idea of radio in 1892, and was soon ready to transmit a signal to a location 50 miles away. But disaster struck, with his work being destroyed in a lab fire in 1895. Tesla had not submitted a patent application, and only did so after two years of rebuilding his research. At the same time... Okay. Here comes another curveball you guys may not have known, but... Yeah, pay attention, because yeah. Now, bear in mind, he couldn't submit his pat patent because of this. 50 miles away, but disaster struck, with his work being destroyed in a lab fire in 1895. Tesla had not submitted a patent application, and only did so after two years of rebuilding his research. At the same time, an Italian inventor named Marconi had also been working on radio, establishing patent rights in England, but when he tried to acquire them in the United States, he was turned down as his ideas were deemed too similar to Tesla's. Unfortunately for Tesla, Marconi was able to make the world's first transatlantic radio message in 1901, using 17 of Tesla's patents. 
17, huh? Thomas Edison then threw his financial weight behind Marconi, with the US Patent Office suddenly changing its mind on its previous rulings. Marconi now had rights in the United States, with Edison able to take a cut of the profits. Right, so now you got Edison, who's got, sorry, lack of a better term, a hard-on to, <laughs> to catch Tesla. So he's like, yo, let me grab Marconi. Tesla initially let the issue slide, but the last straw came when Marconi won the Nobel Prize in 1911 for his development. The Nobel Prize, which, sidebar, President Trump has been nominated for five of them five Nobel, or sorry, five Nobel Peace Prizes. I just figured I'd throw that in for what it was worth. ...of radio, something which was only possible due to Tesla's uncredited work. Tesla tried to sue Marconi, but the cases dragged on for years, only being resolved in Tesla's favor eight months after his death. <laughs> Tesla's most radical idea came about at the turn of the 20th century. Wardenclyffe. He aimed to create a world wireless system, which would be capable of dispersing energy to anywhere in the world. Tesla received funding for this project in 1901, and soon purchased land on Long Island, New York, where he would construct his device. Over the next year, a great wooden tower was constructed, standing 187 feet tall, with a metal dome 68 feet in diameter. He named the facility Wardenclyffe Tower, and believed it would radically advance wireless technology, with what he called communication devices, the likes of which would not be seen for another century. A telephone subscriber here may call up and talk to any other subscriber on the globe. An inexpensive receiver, not bigger than a watch, will enable him to listen anywhere, on land or sea, to a speech delivered, or music played in some other place, however distant. Here, yeah, read that, take that in. A telephone subscriber here may call up and talk to any other subscriber on the globe. An inexpensive receiver, not bigger than a watch, will enable him to listen anywhere, on land or sea, to speak to a speech delivered, or music played in some other place, however distant. Right now, this was in the 1900s. And when did we come up with cell phones? Like, 19... what? 95? I think 1990 maybe or earlier 1980 something 85 anyways in the same manner any picture character, character drawing or print, or print can be transferred from one to another place millions of such instruments can be operated from but one plant of this kind the tower also had other applications including universal and accurate timekeeping global music distribution, and a marine system which would allow ships to determine their exact location and steer perfectly without the need for a compass. Despite his amazing ideas, Tesla soon suffered many setbacks. Marconi's 1901 radio broadcast had drawn attention away from Wardenclyffe Tower, with the media beginning to think of the project as a hoax. The investors Tesla had been able to gather soon realized that there was no way to regulate and therefore profit from the energy produced by the tower. This led many investors to back out, leaving Tesla, who was now in his 50s, in financial ruin. Tesla struggled on for over a decade, trying to complete his plans in vain. He then had a nervous breakdown 
and his debt reached so high, he lost Wardenclyffe to foreclosure in 1915. The land soon passed to another owner, who destroyed the tower to make space for real estate. Tesla was now bankrupt, and his mental health started to significantly decline. He began living in a string of hotels, and started caring for pigeons, taking time every day to feed and care for them. In his late 70s, he ended up at the New Yorker Hotel, where he would stay for the rest of his life. This was largely thanks to the Westinghouse Electric and Manufacturing Company, who saw the dire conditions he was in and decided to pay his rent as a way to thank him for saving them all those years ago. Tesla went on to live until the age of 86, dying in his hotel room on the 7th of January, 1943. Nikola Tesla was a man ahead of his time. His advancements in electricity were radical, helping to usher in the modern age, with his influence seen in anything from x-rays to remote control. His world wireless system had the potential to advance technology by nearly a century, while also providing free energy to the globe. Unlike so many of his era, Tesla did not work for financial gain, instead working to advance humanity. Perhaps it is not surprising that a man so far ahead of his time has only found his place in the 21st century, an age shaped by his technological brilliance. Word. So, There's no outrunning 5G. here's where Instead of trying to things get a little... Okay, okay, there we go. Now, here's where things get a little interesting. Um, Nicholas Essel's a dope dude. Uh, no doubt about that. So... The rumor, the rumor mill goes that um, he died of old age, right? Um, what is totally and Jesse? I mean, yeah, that's or sorry, Jamie. I apologize. That's a, that's a great point. The uh, the crazy thing is. Um, George Bush Sr. What's gonna, the the relation of George Bush Sr.? So in um, in future episodes, I'll uh, I'll talk about this further. But Nikola Tesla, the way that he passed away um, was in relation to this dude here there was apparently a bedside confession and again i gotta go through the dates and stuff because i'm a little bit skeptical on the dates and i gotta review some things but um the rumor is that basically uh bush bush senior killed uh nikola tesla and that was rendered apparently in a uh, a bedside confession um when bush uh, bush senior passed away in the 80s late 80s i think it was right um yeah oh no 2018 sorry he passed away in late in late 20 2010s my goodness in any case um 
but that's for me right now that's conspiracy theory at this point i've been able to to really come through on anything yet i gotta verify but um so the when nikola tesla passed away he had a bunch of research um cases and stuff and i think it was like there was three cases or five cases or something and the people that went in to his hotel room after the fact one of these guys was Donald Trump's uncle. Um, this guy, John G. Trump, I believe. Now, <laughs> oh my gosh, there we go. This dude is the dude that got in on Tesla's research. Okay, and he was working for the, the government, I think, at this point. Now I'm still jury still out on on exactly what it was if he stole the cases or what it was exactly. But here's another picture of him here, right now. This is Trump's uncle, and he was a I believe a radiologist uh, with the government. Now, interestingly, he had access to a lot of Tesla's like he got all of Tesla's research, so. Given the fact that we're just going to obviously trace it through whether people are, you know, for good things or bad things, well, that remains to be seen. But we do know that this is a lineage. So we have stuff coming again from right the right side. Now, Tesla, I believe Tesla is divinely sent. He was sent in by the, you know, by the universe, by the angels. And he created all these things. And the, the amazing thing is he's past the information not that he's passed but the information got taken or whatever but this guy has the took the information and it's now in the trump lineage right so now you've got donald trump who his i mean most recent application of tesla's research is our 5g towers right 5g towers um apparently he put out like the whole kofefe thing the Fei being the double iron talk. Again, if you haven't Google it or look it up, but Kofefe, that's another thing to check out. But the double iron um Feifei, apparently when you slap on some magnet or something like that, these uh five G towers become healing towers. We're able to do uh to begin to meditate and basically increase our self uh self-awareness so i have to see what happens with that um i'm actually going to steal this uh no i'm not yeah so um he's got the research it's with trump i, or I believe it's holding on to trump right he's got that info so um I'm thinking that things may now start to really come out. Um, there's over 6,000 patents, I believe, that are locked up, hidden away. Um, so we'll have to, uh, we'll see if this stuff starts to come out on a more public level. Um, but again, you know, there's amazing 
there's amazing things. Oh, this is the other thing I had to show you guys, which was absolutely crazy. Um, so the, this is him, Dr. John Trump. And this is Julian Assange. Which is crazy. Like, Jesus, these guys look alike. Right? And then, so that would mean that Julian Assange and Donald Trump are related somehow. Which is interesting. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, the world is, 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 there's some amazing things happening, right? 13 royal bloodlines, um, that are obviously involved in this entire thing. The Trump family is one of them. The Kennedy family is one of them. Rothschilds, Rockefellers, all these guys. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So Tesla left some amazing things, right? Came from the right side. He had messages and inventions were sent to him through the universe and he was able to figure things out and run things accordingly and all an amazing wisdom and what's amazing is that that stuff still has like literally made it to our doorstep today in 2020 like almost 100 years later now nikola tesla hold up a second here what I'm going to get into, actually, you know what, I think tomorrow, yeah, that's what we'll do. Tomorrow, I'll have a little chat at my 9 a.m. I'm going to do a 9 a.m. coffee chat tomorrow since I'm off. Uh, Nikola Tesla, I'm just going to look up his age or his date of birth and death. So, yeah, he passed. Oh, yeah, he passed in 45. Yeah, so he was 1856 to 43. Okay, yeah, so I did have that right. So, yeah, it was George Bush. Yeah, okay. So, bear in mind, when he was blah, 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 probably about 50, the Titanic was going on too, right? So, yeah, J.P. Morgan, I think he's the next uh, next person I'm going to cover, I'm going to chat about, because J.P. Morgan, this dude right here, he's an interesting chap. Um, why he's so interesting is the Titanic, uh, the Titanic. And also he was one of the major players within the world of, uh, of electricity and, and making bank really. But yeah, he's going to be one of my next dudes that I, uh, that I chat up. <laughs> Anyways, guys have an amazing evening. I leave it here. Uh, if you guys are around, hopefully tomorrow, or not hopefully, I will be here tomorrow. If you guys are around, hopefully you can join me, 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, I'm, we'll see what I chat about. Uh, might be a little bit about the Titanic, maybe J.P. Morgan, his involvement in that. Um, but as well, as I said, in my morning meditation may bring me something different. So stay tuned. Never know what you're going to get. Uh, but definitely in the 4 p.m. show, if I don't cover that at 9 a.m., the 4 p.m. show, I will cover uh, a little bit of info about the Titanic and J.P. Morgan's involvement in that uh, that thing. Guys, have an awesome evening. Uh, I'm actually going to see if my son is on yet. I want to raid him. Rar. Where is he? Let's see if he's on. Is he on? Is he on? Nope, he's not on. Dag nabbit. All right, well, we ain't going to read them then. <laughs> One of these days, I'll, uh, 
Keep it on the show. Guys, thank you so much for being here, uh, for joining me for another episode. Um, Nikola Tesla, man, he uh, did some amazing things. Um, again, wireless communication, voice, all that stuff. You know, he had this all sorted out back in the 1900s, but we weren't ready for it at that point. So, anyways, folks, have an awesome evening. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, guys. Thank you so, so, so very much for being here and allowing me into your uh, into your headspace for consideration of ideas. Have an amazing evening, guys. Take care. Bye. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.